Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. I am Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so excited to have you today. And of course, I want to appreciate all of you every single week who listen to this podcast all around the world. Thank you so much for helping to make this one of the leading podcasts on leadership. And I appreciate so many of you who share it. I encourage you to do that. Share it with as many people as you can. Subscribe, download it. It is a podcast, I hope will continue to help people come into the fullness of what God has placed them on the planet to become. We've got a very interesting topic today, one that I believe impacts leaders uh, in ways that are immeasurable. It is dealing with this issue of breaking the spirit of procrastination. Why do I call it a spirit? Well, I'm a spiritual person and I understand that we do wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. And I'm aware that every single day there are forces at work attempting to prevent the purposes of God from my life from coming to fruition. One of those forces is procrastination, the delay, the timidity, the devaluation of time that often has me a day late, a dollar short. I want to help you today get over this because there are many people who have so much to do, but you are caught in that perpetual state of fitna. I use that word humorously because I've made it up, but you know, I'm I'm fitna do this. I'm fitna write the book. I'm fitna start the business. The problem is you never get around to doing it because you keep procrastinating. Procrastination is something that a lot of people deal with. And today I want to I wanna help you understand it. I want to help you process it. I want to help you overcome it. And so we want to start, first of all, by suggesting that procrastination exposes disorganization. If there's anything that our lives should be, if we are leaders, it is organized. We should be people who have a plan, a strategy, a to-do list. We should have an agenda for life purpose laid out clearly and succinctly that we follow. But whenever our lives are scattered, disorganized, and in disarray, it literally lends itself to procrastination because procrastination does not see the urgency in the moment. When I wrote a book, No Opportunity to Waste, and I talked about this so often, that idea of now, the urgency, you know, God speaks to Joshua in chapter one, after the death of Moses and tells him that Moses, my servant is dead. Now take these people up. There's a now an urgency. Hebrews 11 and one speaks of faith being now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This urgency of now is important. And when our lives are 
not organized and there is no intentionality in making certain that there is personal alignment, personal order, then we lend ourselves to a spirit of procrastination. So maybe you ought to take a moment and begin to put things back in order in your life so that there's organization. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be a type to do that. It just means that you have to begin to start small and work your way up. How do I organize my life? How do I organize the things around me so that it doesn't take me long? I'll give you an example, just on organization in a very practical sense. You go in your closet, things are everywhere. On the floor, there's no organization to it. And you wonder, well, wow, why does it take me so long to get dressed? Well, it's because you don't know where things are. You're looking for things, takes you five, 10 minutes to find each item. But if that was organization, look at how you would make up the time. I know what this is. I know what that is because I keep things in an organized fashion. Things around your house, they're in an organized fashion. It wouldn't take you so long to get going. Does that make sense? So let's work a little bit more this year on organization. Now, let's be clear. This is important because it costs the organization money when you are in a spirit of procrastination. In other words, if you're a person who is working, employed, and even you own your own business, it's costing your organization money because you are always late. You're always showing up after the moment. You see, you have to begin to then realize that time is money. I'll talk about that a little later. But people who procrastinate on projects, people who procrastinate in the execution of vision, they are incredibly expensive people to carry because you end up having to pay things you should not have to pay. These are people who procrastinate in paying bills. Now you've got a late fee. You get it? So you have to think about if I have to pay a late fee for procrastinating on paying a bill that I know I could pay, then life then affords late fees because if I am always waiting and delaying before I move forward into something, that's why I end up in these situations. Let me help you understand this third principle in a very practical way that if it is not addressed, the spirit of procrastination, it literally becomes normalized into the culture of the organization. You know, one of the things I discovered growing up, and I saw this in churches, and I would always, you know, see church stars at 11. And you get there, and they'd be moving around, and 11 o'clock would come, 11.05, 11.10, sometimes 11.15. People just started when they got things together. Time was just there. And it became normalized. The people just kind of decided there's no need to be showing up at this time because they're not going to start on time anyway. So the person who is a constant procrastinator has concluded that things are not going to start on time anyway because that has become normalized within the culture. Let me break this down. Let me help you understand something. You have to place a demand upon time and excellence and starting on time and valuing that because if you don't do that, then it does become a normalized situation. You start meetings and people always show up late. You know, in this 
time of Zoom, one of the things that frustrates me more than anything else, if I have a Zoom meeting that, that starts at 11 a.m., I expect people to come on the Zoom before 11 and be ready for the meeting. What happens, and Zoom gives you away every single time, or these WebEx conference calls gives it away every single time, or even if you're on the phone, you know what happens. You're in the midst of the meeting sharing something, and all you hear behind you is bing, bing, or so-and-so has just entered the meeting, and you're like, Lord, have mercy. What is going on? All of these distractions, right? Because it's been so normalized that people just don't realize you are truly, truly, truly a person that's going to start on time. You're going to get things done. People have had projects held up for years, vision on the table for years. Now, when you break this spirit of procrastination, you make things happen. You're willing to say, no, I'm not going to sit around and talk about it. I'm going to make it happen. It's one of the things that when you are a person who has this on your spirit that I am not going to succumb to procrastination, you become bored with boards, sitting up talking about things but never getting things done. Always tabling it, always tabling. We'll get it back to it. We'll get it back. We'll put a committee on it. We'll get back to it. No, I need some things to happen. I'm tired of procrastinating. Let's make it happen. Now, let me really focus in on this issue about time. You have to place a value on time. Now, this is important. Probably one of the most important principles. Time is currency. Time is money. You've heard that before. And when you understand that time is money and currency, then you don't allow yourself to be put in a position where people waste it. Because you have to begin to think. If you are wasting time in conversations or in places that you should not be, you are literally wasting money. I don't need people wasting my time. Every second, every minute, every hour brings with it the possibility of value. It's valuable. I don't get it back. While you've been listening to this podcast, the minutes that you've been listening, you'll never get those minutes back. So you must feel those 60 seconds with things that are valuable. You must feel, you know, those 24 hours with things that add value to your life and stop allowing yourself to just sit around and be engaged in nothingness. So when I value time, I share this and I, I'm so serious. I, I learned this in the band at Southern University in Baton Rouge. And it's a principle that I, I continue to share with my team here. If you're on time, you're late. I can still hear the late Dr. Isaac Gregg saying that. If you're on time, you're late. Be in the right place at the right time with the right equipment, ready to concentrate. Meeting starts at 10. Let's get there at 9.30, 9.45. Let's make sure we have everything ready to go. So at 10, we're ready. We're ready for the first downbeat. Some people... You don't value time, and so therefore, you're wondering what's the big deal because you have normalized this dysfunction in your life and procrastination has just become a part. It is frustrating watching people like that, people who know a thing starts at seven and are determined to always get there and make their grand entrance. That's not excellence. That is a spirit that has to be broken. But you must prepare. Listen, because if you prepare, you'll be early. And not always on time. See, the goal here is to be early. The goal here is to 
prepare. Like even in the in the delivery of a project, one of the things that I think I used to always uh, make my classmates so upset about is I was the kid who always prepared and always turned my homework in early. You know, I was that kid, yeah. But I learned early on in life that if you put in the work and you prepare, you can always beat the deadline. Always before time, never on time. Watch it. Always before time, never on time. Be that person. Even today, when I write my sermons, I I write them months in advance because I'm a person who likes to prepare, which goes back to organization. I have a plan, have a, a roadmap. So I'm organized enough to do that. When you think about the delivery of something and you're trying to say, well, my boss asked me for this and I'm going to get it. It's due by Tuesday at 12 noon. And you walk in there Tuesday at 12 noon and say, here it is. Man, it doesn't have the same impact as you walking in Monday saying, here it is a day early. Why? Because people who execute like that and plan like that are people who oftentimes get the opportunity to go to the next level. Consider that for a moment. Do your very best, your due diligence to plan effectively so that your preparation is obvious to people that you are a person that put in the time, you prepared, you thought about it, and you made things happen. Now, here's the other thing. In order to do that, you have to eliminate distractions. Now, this is a big deal for a lot of people because distractions are real. And we live in a day where you can't turn on the television, the iPad, social media. There's so many different distractions that keep us from moving at the time in which we should. How many times have you set up, looked on your timeline, on your social media platform, and you just thought, I'm just going to check a few things, and you found yourself scrolling, and you looked up, and it was 30 minutes later, you were still scrolling. Like, I better get up from here and get going. That's how time gremlins happen. I call them gremlins. Time snatchers, things that rob you, conversations, people who call you, can you call me? And you call them and they're talking about something that has absolutely no value to where you're going. And you're on the call for a whole hour. And then at the end of the day, this is what you're doing. You're lamenting, complaining about you don't have enough time in the day. Think about this for a moment. Do a self-assessment. Go back over the last 24 hours of your day and go and identify the time gremlins and how much time it took. Write that down on a sheet of paper. Add those numbers up. How many minutes I was on this call, how many minutes I was on social media just, you know, doing what I was doing, how many minutes I was just sitting around scrolling through the television channels, going from program to program, not really watching anything. How many minutes was I just sitting up doing nothing? And then you then will realize It's not that 24 hours is not enough time. It's just that you've got too many time gremlins. God allowed us to live in a space like this, in a 24-hour day. Then God knew that it was possible for us to fulfill the vision that he placed over our lives. Make no mistake about it. People are doing extraordinary things in the time frame and also having balance enough to do the work and rest because they are people who have eliminated distractions. That's exactly what I do. I don't have time. I don't have time for things that rob me of purpose, that rob me of the blessing that God has for my life. Eliminate time gremlins. 
eliminate distraction. Now, here is the final thing, and I'm going to tie a bow around this in just a second. If you stay ahead, you will stay ahead. <laughs> Let that sink in. If you stay ahead, you will stay ahead. What do you mean by that? I'm saying if you develop a habit of organization, you begin to prepare and you stay ahead. For example, I told you I write my sermons in advance. So because I write my sermons in advance, if I'm three months in advance, if you will, then I'm always three months or two months ahead because I'm always writing the following three months a month in to the three months I'm doing. So now as I'm preparing for what could be in most people's lives for the week or for the month ahead, I'm really writing it for several months ahead because I've already put in the work ahead of time to stay ahead. This is what is important. This is why I don't allow a spirit of procrastination to cause me to be behind because I'm motivated to stay ahead. I like being ahead. I don't like being behind. And as a leader, you've got to be allergic to being behind. You've got to be a person that's forward thinking, always progressive enough to say, how do I stay ahead? You know, this spirit of procrastination is something that I believe can be broken over your life. When you begin to reassess areas of your life that need to be organized, you begin to take a moment set things away and say, let me bring some organization to this. If I start in my closet, if I look in my office the way I have things put, if I look at how I live my life, how do I bring order and organization into my life? And our ministry in Nashville, our vision for 2021 is kingdom order. Kingdom order. There is an alignment seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these things shall be added unto you. That's about our own lives being in order so that we can actually receive the blessing of the Lord. Order and organization, they, they come from the same place. There can be no order in disorder. So therefore, when you make the necessary and sometimes courageous decisions to bring order where there was chaos, that's how organization occurs. And it's in moments like that, you're able to create and you're able to bring about things that otherwise would have never manifested in your life. I want you to begin to place value on time. I want you to begin to think, even as you hear this podcast, there are some things I have to do and I have to go through my life today and I have to decide what phone calls I'm going to take, which ones I'm not. How am I going to put my life in a place where I know exactly what time I'm going to do this and do that? I'm going to give time what it deserves, my full attention. I'm going to organize my life in such a way where I have boundaries, where I don't allow time gremlins to encroach upon my destiny. You can do this. You don't have to continue to be late to have the book you're going to write for the next 10 years, be the business you're going to start for the next 10 years. That is procrastination be the program you're going to go into in school in 10 years from now, you can do it now. There is a unique moment called now. And I'm telling you, the vision is for an appointed time. You've got to be willing to recognize the value of time. 
breaking the spirit of procrastination is a big deal. And I hope that something was said today to help you bring some organization to your life. Let's make some things happen. You don't have to be that person who's a day late and a dollar short. I want to thank you so much for listening. And I want you to order my new book. It's called Leadership and Loneliness. Go to josephwalker3.org. Cannot wait to share it with you. Helping you even understand how to navigate silo, how to help you navigate relationships as a leader. This is the book that people are talking about, and I want you to get a copy. Also, I want you to subscribe. I want you to share this with someone. Share this podcast. We're trying to literally reach hundreds of thousands of people this year, and we want you to help us reach them by sharing. If this is blessing you, find people, tell them it's free. Share it. Also, follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. I cannot wait to hear your story just to be connected. I believe in community. And I thank you so much for being a part. I pray God's blessings be upon you. And thank you so much for listening to Next Level Leader Podcast. Until next time, may you be blessed. We'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.